wrap up the debate on the House Regulation Amendment Bill 2023, and it was committed to the Committee of the Whole. I will now like to call on the Honorable Deputy Speaker to preside in the Committee of the Whole. This Honorable House is hereby suspended. Honorable members, we are now in the Committee of the Whole considering the Health Regulations Amendment Bill 2023. Please be seated. I now call on the clerk to read the title of the, of course, one. Clause 1, short title and commencement. Honorable Minister of Health. Mr. Chair, I move that Clause 1 stands part of the bill. Do I have a seconder? Motion moved by the Honorable Minister of Health, second by the Honorable Elected Member for Cheshire Hall. The Clause 1 stands as part of the bill. Those in favor say aye. Those to the contrary, no. Aye. The ayes have it. Are there any contributions? Are there any contributions? Are there any contributions? There being no contribution, the question is that clause one now stands as part of the bill. Those in favor say aye, those to the contrary, no. The ayes have it, Madam Clerk. Clause 2, interpretation. Honorable Minister of Health. Mr. Chair, I moved that Clause 2 now stands a part of the bill. Do I have a seconder? Second. Motion moved by the Honorable Minister of Health, seconded by the Honorable Elected Member for Cheshire Hall, that Clause 2 stands as part of the bill. Those in favor say aye, those to the contrary, no. The eyes have it. Are there any contributions? Are there any contributions? Are there any contributions? 
there being no contribution, the question is that Clause 2 now stands as part of the bill. Those in favor say aye. Those to the contrary, no. The ayes have it, Madam Clerk. Clause 3, Section 2, amended. Mr. Chair, I move that Clause 3 stands part of the bill. Do I have a second? Motion moved by the Honorable Minister of Health and second by the Honorable Minister of Education that Clause 3 stand as part of the bill. Those in favor say aye. Those to the contrary, no. The ayes have it. Are there any contributions? Are there any contributions? Are there any contributions? There being no contribution, the question is that clause three now stands as part of the bill. Those in favor say aye. Those to the contrary, no. The ayes have it. Madam Clerk. Clause 4, Section 7, amended. Honorable Minister of Health. Mr. Chair, I move that Clause 4 stands part of the bill. Can you extend a second? Do I have a seconder? Motion moved by the Honorable Minister of Health, second by the Honorable Minister of Immigration, that Clause 4 now stands as part of the bill. Those in favor say aye. Those to the contrary, no. The ayes have it. Are there any contributions? Are there any contributions? Are there any contributions? There being no contribution, the question is that clause four now stands as part of the bill. Those in favor say aye. Those to the contrary, no. The ayes have it. Madam Clerk. Clause five, section nine, amended. Honorable Minister of Health. Mr. Chair, I move that Clause 4. That five. Sorry, five. Clause 5 stands part of the bill. Do I have a second? Motion moved by the Honorable Minister of Health, second by the Honorable Minister of Immigration, that Clause 5 now stands as part of the bill. Those in favor say aye. Those to the contrary, no. The ayes have it. Any contributions? Are there any contributions? Are there any contributions? There being no contribution, the question is that Clause 5 now stands as part of the bill. Those in favor say aye. Those on the contrary, no. The ayes have it. Madam Clerk. Clause 6, Section 29, amended. Honorable Minister of Health. Mr. Chair, I move that Clause 6 stands part of the bill. Do I have a second? Motion moved by the Honorable Minister of Health and second by the Honorable Minister of Immigration that Clause 6 now stand as part of the bill. Those in favor say aye. Those to the contrary say no. The ayes have it. Are there any contributions? Are there any contributions? Are there any contributions? There being no contribution, the question is that Clause 6 now stand as part of the bill. Those in favor say aye. Those to the contrary, no. The ayes have it. Madam Clerk. Clause 7, 
section 29A, 29B, and 29C inserted. Honorable Minister of Health. Mr. Chair, I move that clause seven step out of the bill. Do I have a second? Motion moved by the Honorable Minister of Health, seconded by the Honorable Governor's appointed member number two, that clause seven now stands as part of the bill. Those in favor say aye. Those to the contrary, no. The ayes have it. Are there any contributions? Are there any contributions? Are there any contributions? There being no contribution, the question is that clause seven now stands as part of the bill. Those in favor say aye. Those to the contrary, no. The ayes have it, Madam Clerk. Clause 8, Section 30A, inserted. Honorable Minister of Health. Mr. Chair, I move that Clause 8 stands part of the bill. Do I have a second? Motion moved by the Honorable Minister of Health, second by the Honorable Minister for uh, Physical Planning, that Clause Eight now stand as part of the bill. Those in favor say aye. Those to the contrary, no. The ayes have it. Are there any contributions? Are there any contributions? Are there any contributions? There being no contribution, the question is that clause eight now stand as part of the bill. Those in favor say aye. Those to the contrary, no. The ayes have it, Madam Clerk. Clause 9, Section 34, amended. Honorable Minister of Health. Mr. Chair, I move that Clause 9 stands part of the bill. Do I have a second? Motion moved by the Honorable Minister of Health, second by the Honorable Minister of Education, that Clause 9 stands as part of the bill. Those in favor say aye. Those to the contrary, no. The ayes have it. Are there any contributions? The chair recognizes the honorable leader of the opposition. Yes, uh, thank you very much, uh, Mr. Chair. Uh, Mr. Chair, again, going through the wording of a lot of these clauses, uh, I do see what the opposition appointed member was talking about, that it really looked like it's geared towards fixing one problem instead of a holistic look, uh, going through the, this clauses, these clauses and reaching this point. So, you know, if amendments to be made to the bill. I would have expected to be more inclusive, inclusive of other health professions, but I saw and support what the opposition's appointed member was saying. It really looks like it's addressing one issue, that issue of the spas or so. Uh, members can look at it for themselves, but that is how it's looking to me. Chair. Chair, thanks the Honorable Leader of the Opposition for his contribution. Are there any other contributions? Are there any other contributions? Are there any other contributions? There being no further contribution, the question is that Clause 9 now stands as part of the bill. Those in favor say aye. Those of the contrary, no. The ayes have it, Madam Clerk. Clause 10. Section 34A, 34B, 34C, 34D, 34E, 34F, and 34G inserted. 
Honorable Minister of Health. Mr. Chair, I move that Clause 10 stands part of the bill. Do I have a second there? Motion moved by the Honorable Minister of Health, second by the Honorable Elected Member for Cheshire Hall, that Clause 10 stand as part of the bill. Those in favor say aye. Those to the contrary, no. The ayes have it. Are there any contributions? The Chair recognizes the Honorable uh, Opposition's appointed member. Good afternoon, Mr. Chair. Thank you. Um, will the Minister um, be pleased to assist um, with advising us whether or not um, there have been or there have any records of any individuals that are practicing um, um, as a medical practitioner within the Tuckling Islands without a license. Is there a response? The answer is no. Are there any other contributions? Thank you. The, so, chair, the chair recognizes the Honorable Opposition Supported Member. Therefore, um, it was, if I recall during the Minister's um, contributions to the debate on the floor, um, the Minister said that um, part of the, the reason for this is to enforce um, the, the, the legislation or to introduce legislation to ensure that there are no um, persons um, practicing without a license. Is that, is, that, is that correct, Honorable Minister? Honorable Minister, final health. The chair, um, the chair to, to the, either the um, opposition appointed member. This is a, this is an ordinance that has been in a bit, um, that has been waiting for over a number of years. It has not been brought into force as yet. So we do provide, um, actually, yeah, to monitor facilities that has not been brought into force. Profess the professionals are um, actually governed by the health professional authority. Thank you, Honorable Minister. Are there any other contributions? The chair recognizes the Honorable Leader of the Opposition. Yes, uh, I'm confused now. Uh, Mr. Chair, if we are making amendments to a bill, how is it that the bill has not been but we are here making amendments to that bill? You can only make amendments to something that has already been enforced and in existence. Honorable Minister, is there a response? Yeah, the ordinance of 2016 does exist. This is the Thank you, Honorable Minister. Are there any other contributions? Are there any other contributions? The Chair recognizes the Honorable Leader of the Opposition. Yes, uh, Mr. Chair, uh, as promised, because I cannot see why certain things doesn't exist and we are making amendments to something that we're hoping to bring, but we are amending it already before it exists. I, 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 I do not understand that process, Mr. Chair how we can amend something that doesn't exist. Because the name on the bill, House, Regular, House Regulations Amendment, Bill 2023, 
So it means that we are amend, making amendments to regulations that should be in existence. Yes. Um, honorable Leader of the Opposition, are you just trying to create mischief? Are you not no. aware that there is a primary bill? Yes, because, Mr. Chair, I'm looking at, I, as I requested, I'm looking at all the work that I did. I have the dates when things was submitted to cabinet, cabinet approval, health professionals, uh, repeal of the health practitioners. Honorable Leader of the Opposition, are you aware that there presently exists a bill? To my knowledge, that's what I'm saying. Right. My proof that, well, existent, but the minister is saying it doesn't exist. But I have proof that it should be in existence. So I'm asking him, how can he say I, it I think we can all concur that there's an existing bill. But I didn't but say that the ordinance didn't exist. Right? Okay. Can we move on? Are there any other contributions? Are there any other contributions? There being no further contribution, the question is that Clause 10 stand as part of the bill. Those in favor say aye. Those to the contrary, no. The ayes have it. Madam Clerk. Clause 11. Section 35. Amended. Minister of Health. Mr. Ch Mr. Chair, I move that Clause 11 stands part of the bill. May I have a seconder? Motion moved by the Honorable Minister of Health, second by the Honorable Minister of PPID, that Clause 11 stands as part of the bill. Those in favor say aye. Those to the contrary, no. The ayes have it. Are there any contributions? Yes, Mr. Chair. Mr. Chair recognizes the Honorable Leader of the Opposition. Uh, Mr. Chair, it appears that you're getting mad with us for actions for clarifications, but, you know, it is... It is what it is. Honorable Leader, it is, I, I'm not getting mad. I'm just trying to be firm. Yes, keep, sir. Keep, keep the discussion going forward. Keep the debate going forward. Yes, sir. Right. Uh, but I, as I was saying, it was the minister who said that, and we have to get verification for the people listening. So, but with, with that going forward, uh, Mr. Speaker, again, uh, I have before me uh, dates and times when things were brought into existence. And I just wanted a clarification from the minister, but I'm willing to move on. But I have before me dates and times right here, which I'm happy for any member of the House to see and rules right here on my computer. Thank you, Honorable Leader Dovah, for your contribution. Are there any other contributions? Are there any other contributions? Are there any other contributions? There being no further contribution, the question is that Clause 11 now stands as part of the bill. Those in favor say aye. Those to the contrary, no. The ayes have it. Madam Clerk. Clause 12, Section 36, amended. Health. Mr. Chair, I move that Clause 12 stands part of the bill. May I have a second? Well, motion moved by the... Honorable Minister of Health, second by the Honorable Minister for PPID. I'm sorry. Minister, I see people pointing in different directions. The Minister of Immigration, PPID, yes. Come on, speak up when you're supporting a bill. Speak up so I can just... Thank you. Motion moved by the Honorable Minister of Health, second by the Honorable Minister of PPID, that Clause 12 now stands as part of the bill. Those in favor say aye, those of contrary, no. 
the eyes haven't. Are there any contributions? Are there any contributions? Are there any contributions? There being no contribution, the question is that Clause 12 now stands as part of the bill. Those in favor say aye. Those to the contrary, no. The ayes have it, Madam Clerk. Clause 13, Section 36A, inserted. Honorable Minister of Health. Mr. Chair, I move that Clause 13 stands part of the bill. Do I have a second? Motion moved by the Honorable Minister of Health and second by the Honorable Elected Member for Cheshire Hall that Clause 13 stand as part of the bill. Those in favor say aye. Those to the contrary, no. The ayes have it. Are there any contributions? The Chair recognizes the Honorable Opposition's appointed member. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Chair. The Chair, throughout the um, bill, um, the language that is used is board. The board who grants the license is the board that you apply to. And now we have under 36A, the render of license, it says that the licensee shall return the license to the authority. Um, is that a mistake, or that, should that be bought also? Honorable Minister, is there a response forthcoming? The Chair recognizes the Honorable Minister of Health. Mr. Um, Mr. Chair, the authority acts with a board. Minister for his contribution, his response. Are there any other contributions? The Chair recognizes the Honorable Opposition's appointed member. I, I just want to get an understanding as to what the Minister's response were. I, I heard that the authority acts with a board. That, that, is that the response he said? The authority acts with a board? As is the Honorable Minister of Health. I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get an understanding as to what the minister's response was. What I'm hearing from the minister is that the authority acts with a board. Is that, is, was that his answer? Yes, Mr. Chair. Yes. It, is, it is clear that the authority will be receiving the license. Yes. Try to ask it to return. There's a board. Thank you, Honorable Minister, for your response. Are there any other contributions? Are there any other contributions? Are there any other contributions? There being no further contribution, the question is that Clause 13 now stands as part of the bill. Those in favor say aye. Those to the contrary, no. The ayes have it. Madam Clerk. Clause 14, Section 40, amended. Honorable Minister of Health. Mr. Chair, I move that Clause 14 stands part of the bill. Do I have a second? Motion moved by the Honorable Minister of Health, second by the Honorable Minister of Education, that Clause 14 stand as part of the bill. Those in favor say aye. Those to the contrary, no. The ayes have it. Are there any contributions? 
Are there any contributions? Uh, thank you. Do you recognize the Honorable Leader of the Opposition? Yes, uh, Mr. Chair, this uh, clause deals with inspection. And uh, the Honorable Minister mentioned uh, that the Contracts Management Unit have a lot of this authority. Uh, is this clause or this ability captured in any other regulations for, for the inspection? Does that take place now? Or is there some weird for the inspection of these facilities? You said that is, things are already existing, that this is already in place. And I was saying, what legislation or what regulations is this in association with? The Honorable Leader of the Opposition for his, his contribution. Yes, um, Mr. Mr. Chair, based on the contract agreement, the contract department has the authority to go and inspect the, um, on that contract with Health Canada. This again, for the, this is, this ordinance, this, this ordinance covers the facilities and all, not some, all the facilities to report to all. Yes, to the chair, uh, Mr. Yes. Chair. So that is the second part of my question. Is there any le legislation that allows for the inspection right now of other, all other health facilities or medical facilities? The chair thanks the honorable leader of the opposition for his question. Not, not by HIH. Well, right now, but once it comes to force, it will. Thank you, honorable minister. Are there any other contributions? The yes. chair recognizes the honorable leader of the opposition. So just to be clear, there's no regulations in place in the Turks and Caicos Islands law that allow for the inspection of medical facilities and health facilities as today. You know the environmental health of and Are there any other contributions? Are there any other contributions? Are there any other contributions? There being no further contribution, the question is that clause 14 stand as part of the bill. Those in favor say aye, those in contrary, no. Can I get a bigger aye than that? Thank you. The ayes have it. Madam Clerk. Clause 15, section 41, amended. Honorable Minister of Health. Mr. Chair, I move that clause 15 stands part of the bill. May I have a seconder? Motion moved by the Honorable Minister of Health, second by the Honorable Minister of Immigration, that clause 15 stands as part of the bill. Those in favor say aye. Those to the contrary, no. The ayes have it. Are there any contributions? Are there any contributions? Are there any contributions? There being no contribution, the question is that clause 15 now stands as part of the bill. Those in favor say aye. Those to the contrary, no. The ayes have it. Madam Clerk. Clause 16, section 47, Honorable Minister of Health. Mr. Chair, I move that clause 
16 stands part of the bill. May I have a seconder? Motion moved by the Honorable Minister of Health, second by the Honorable Minister of Education, that clause 16 stand as part of the bill. Those in favor say aye, those to the contrary, no. The ayes have it. Are there any contributions? Are there any contributions? The chair recognizes the Honorable Governor's appointed member number one. Thank you, Mr. Chair. An Honorable Minister, um, 47.2 on the clause 16, services on behalf of the government. What kind of um, services are we um, speaking about as it relates to that uh, ability for you to grant an exemption from fees? The Chair thanks the Honorable Member for his contribution. They are the inspection fees. On the Chair? Yes, the Chair recognizes the Honorable Member. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Yes, uh, yes, Honorable Minister, but it, it speaks about um, you. they will be given an exemption if they are providing services on behalf of the government. Um, the question is, what kind of services does this clause envision that the healthcare facility is providing on behalf of the government? Okay, services in special um, events like the pandemic, um, for example, or those those where the provisions will be used in those times. Thank you. Lucia thanks the Honorable Minister for his response. Are there any other contributions? Are there any other contributions? Are there any other contributions? There being no further contribution, the question is that Clause 16 now stand as part of the bill. Those in favor say aye. Those to the contrary, no. The ayes have it, Madam Clerk. For 17, section 48A, 48B, and 48C inserted. Honorable Minister of Health. Chair, I move that clause 17 stands part of the bill. Do I have a second? Motion moved by the Honorable Minister of Health, second by the Honorable Minister of Education, that Clause 17 now stands as part of the bill. Those in favor say aye. Those to the contrary, no. The ayes have it. Are there any contributions? Are there any contributions? The Chair recognizes the Honorable Governor's appointed member number one. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Honorable Minister, I'm very grateful for the this clause which will provide the public with information that is deemed to be in the public interest. Now, my question is, how is this going to work in practice? How is the public going to be able to request this information from the authority? Because, you know, in the absence of any um, Freedom of Information Act request, how is, how is the public going to be able to take advantage of this disclosure of information? The Chair thanks the Honorable Member for his contribution.
Um, Mr. Chair, yeah, that that has to do more with the licensing facility. Like, for instance, if there was an inspection done and that license was withdrawn, um, that is of public interest so they can be notified through all media that that facility is not up to par and has to be suspended. Chair, thanks to the Honorable Minister for his response. Are there any other contributions? The Chair recognizes the governors of the opposition's appointed member number one. Yes, um, would the um, Minister um, assist us by giving us a um, the difference between the authority and the board? Um, can the Minister say exactly what is the authority and give us an explanation as to what is the board? Yes, the authority is a legal entity, which is the body corporate, and the board is the governing body of the of the authority. The chair thanks the honorable minister for his response. Are there any other response? The chair recognizes the honorable opposition's appointed member number one. Thank you. Thank you to the minister for the answer. I just have a follow up question. Um, so the minister said that the authority is a legal entity. Um, are the are the board members or are the board um, also a part of the authority? Yes. Chair recognizes the Honorable Attorney General. Mr. Chair, Mr. Chair, I'm very grateful. Um, Mr. Chair, to assist the Honorable Minister um, and the Honorable Member, uh, the Honorable Member would, of course, have before him the principal ordinance um, and in, floor, in Section 2 of the principal ordinance, the authority is defined as the Health Regulation Authority established under Section 3, and the board is defined as the board of the authority established under, under Section 7. So the board is the governing body of the authority, and the, as the minister said, the authority is the entity which operates under the direction of the board. So the board um, has the statutory responsibility for policy and so on over the authority operationally it is the authority officers who are carrying out um chair thanks the honorable attorney general for her assistance the chair now recognizes the honorable opposition's appointed member yes and, and thank you to the honorable attorney general for that explanation and I'm, I'm i'm not um i'm just trying to get a proper understanding so it's my it's probably my last question so are the, the members of the board, are they also the members of the authority? Honorable member, for your contribution. The authority has officers and staff, not members. 
Chair, thanks to the Honourable Minister for his response. Chair, now recognizes the Honourable Leader of the Opposition. Yes, uh, thank you very much. And speaking about the board and the uh, authority, is this board a new provision? If so, when was the board established? If not, when was it established? The Honourable Leader of the Opposition for his contribution. Yes, the board cannot be established until it comes into force. The ordinance. The ordinance. The Chair recognizes the Honourable Leader of the Opposition. Uh, Mr. Chair, may I be permitted to ask for a clarification from the Minister on saying that there is no board in existence and there has never been a board in existence because this isn't come into force as yet? The Chair thanks the Honorable Leader of the Opposition for his contribution. The Chair now recognizes the Honorable Attorney General. I'm very grateful, um, Mr. Chair, and to the Honorable Member on behalf of the Minister. Um, Mr. Chair, the, as the Honorable Minister said in his contribution during the debate, the 2016 ordinance was passed into law. It exists as a law, but it's not in force. Um, so, for example, in the 2021 revised edition of the laws, it's omitted because it's law, but it's not brought into force. So, um, once the ordinance is brought into force, the board which, and the authority which are established under the 2016 ordinance will will um uh, will will have authority. Will be able to operate. Will be recognized and have powers. Exercise their powers um, that were created under the 2016 ordinance. So it is there. It is in the law, but it has no legal effect until it is commenced. And so once this bill, my understanding from the honourable minister's contribution is that the once the amendment. Uh, this amendment passes in the House. Uh, he has regulations. And then the, the 2016 ordinance, as amended by this um, bill, will be brought into force. And so the board and the authority will then have legal effect and would be appointed. The authority will be able to, to operate, etc. So that's the situation that we're in at the moment. And we're trying to get to a situation where the authority board and the authority are able to operate um, as settled. The Chair thanks the Honorable Attorney General for her clarification. Yes. She now recognizes the Honorable Leader of the Opposition. Yes, and in terms of the regula regulatory authority, again, is it that we just haven't people appointed there for these positions? Is this the first time we have people in this authority hired to do this work? The Chair thanks the Honourable uh, Member for his contribution. The Chair now recognizes the Honourable Attorney General. I'm very grateful, Mr. Chair. So, Mr. Chair, under the interpretation ordinance, there is a provision that allows for certain things to be put in place in anticipation of the commencement of an ordinance. So, for example, the appointment of the uh, Managing Director who's sitting here with us in the committee uh, is in anticipation because certain actions have to be taken in order um, for the authority to operate. And so that is one of the, that is, those are the kinds of things which the managing director would be doing in anticipation. And there is law that allows that under the interpretation of The Chair thanks the Honorable Attorney General for her uh, contribution. Are there any other contributions? 
Chair recognizes the Honorable Leader of the Opposition. Yes, uh, thank you very much. What I'm trying to clarify, and, you know, the Honorable Minister said, you know, a lot about what wasn't done and what was done. I'm just trying to clarify, is this a different entity from the one that Dr. Ahrens headed? Uh, or is this because it sounded like a completely different entity that I know to exist with staff appointed, with a place rented? So I'm wondering if it's something completely different. If, is this something new that we have put in place now? Sure, thanks, the Honorable Member, for his contribution. Yes, Mr. Minister. She recognizes the Honorable Minister of Health. Yes, Mr. Chair. It is different. You're talking about the HPA. That's a different authority from the H, from our, sorry, from the HRA. One, one last clarification for me, Mr. Chair, I promise. Yes. Uh, so the HRA, you're saying, never had any staff? No, I said you what you, what you, you report to a doctor. Okay, okay, yes, sorry. Yeah. I, I, I withdraw that. Yeah. As the HIA have staff before, I had a director, I had anybody in charge before, or this is something new? Yeah, I met it. Chair, thanks. The Honorable... You didn't hear him? I didn't hear you. Can, can you, you speak say? a little louder, please? I said yes. I met it there. Oh, you met it there. Okay. Are there any other contributions? The Chair recognizes the Honorable uh, Opposition's appointed member. Um, Mr. Chair, um, can the Minister say what are the current mechanisms in place for the issuance of a license to a medical practitioner? Since we, we are saying that um, the authority and the board currently does not exist, we know we have medical practitioners licensed in the Turkey Caicos Islands. So what are the current mechanisms in place for issuing a license? The Chair thanks the Honorable Member for his contribution. Yes. The Chair recognizes the Honorable Minister of Health. Uh, Mr. Chair, once again, the member is convoluting the issue. He's talking about a health professional authority. It's different. They regulate practitioners. This deals with a health regulation authority that deals with regulating the facility. Chair, thanks, the Honorable Minister. The Chair recognizes the Honorable uh, Opposition's appointed member. Thank you. Um, if I may, um, just in response to what the Minister has said, Clause 9 um, of Amendment Section 34 of the Principal Ordinance says, um, in Subsection 1, by deleting the words registered health practitioner, and substituting registered and licensed health professionals. So what are in place now to issue a license to a registered health practitioner? The Chair thanks the Honorable Member for his contribution. The Chair recognizes the Honorable Minister of Health. Mr. Chair, once again, the House professional authority that is fully operational. The Chair thanks the Honorable Minister. Are there any other contributions? The Chair recognizes the Honorable Opposition's appointed member. Just for clarification and confirmation, a medical 
a registered health practitioner currently applies to the health practitioner's um, body, and, and, and that body issues the license to the registered health practitioner. As the minister is there? I think I was. Yes. Once they meet the criteria, the Chair thanks the Honourable Member for his contribution and the Honourable Minister for his response. Is there a follow-up question? There is a follow-up, yes. Mr. The Chair recognizes the Honourable Opposition supported them. So with the um, introduction and the implementation of the authority in the Board, would that now be the responsibility of the Board for issuing a license to a health professional under, under the new ordinance? The Chair thanks the Honorable Member for his contribution. No. Once again, the health professional authority is a practitioner. The health regulation authority deals with facilities and some. Am I clear? The Chair thanks the Honorable Minister for his response. The Chair now recognizes the Honorable Opposition's appointed member. Thank, thank you, Mr. Chair, and thanks to the Honorable Minister um, for the explanation of um, what he has um, just explained. Um, so we now know that the current practicing medical practitioners uh, currently issue a license um, under the health practitioners board. And this ordinance, this bill that's before the House today is only concerned with um, the licensing of a body, not an individual. That's correct? So facility, sorry, is, is concerned with um, licensing a facility to carry out to carry out um, medical services. Yes, the HRA will govern facilities and services. The HPA, which is the Health Professional Authority, will govern the practitioners. Thank you. Mr. For his response, are there any other contributions? Are there any other contributions? Are there any other contributions? There being no further contributions, the question is that Clause 17 stand as part of the bill. Those in favor say aye. Those of contrary, no. The ayes have it, Madam Clerk. Clause 18, Section 51, amended. Honorable Minister of Health. Mr. Chair, I move that Clause 18 stand part of the bill. May I have a second? Motion moved by the Honorable Minister of Health and seconded by the Honorable Minister of Education that Clause 18 stand as part of the bill. Those in favor say aye. Those of contrary, no. The ayes have it. Are there any contributions? Are there any contributions? Are there any contributions? There being no contribution, the question is that Clause 18 stand as part of the bill. Those in favor say aye. 
Those to the contrary, no. The eyes have it, Madam Clerk. Clause 19, Section 52, substituted. Honorable Minister of Health. Mr. Chair, I moved that Clause 19 stands part of the bill. May I have a second? Motion moved by the Honorable Minister of Health, second by the Honorable Minister of Immigration, that Clause 19 stand as part of the bill. Those in favor say aye. Those to the contrary, no. I have it. Are there any contributions? Are there any contributions? Are there any contributions? There being no contribution, the question is that clause 19 now stand as part of the bill. Those in favor say aye. Those to the contrary, no. I have it. The Chair recognizes the Honorable Attorney General. Very grateful, Mr. Chair. Mr. Chair, just with your indulgence and the committee's indulgence, please, if we could just return to Clause 1. Um, there is there uh, in Clause 1 a reference to, to the word, there is the word bill um, in the second line there, and that should properly be the word ordinance, so that it would read this ordinance may be cited as the House sorry, Health Regulation Amendment Ordinance 2023. Um, so, Mr. Chair, I move that the word bill be deleted and substituted by the word ordinance. Do I have a second? Thanks, the Honorable Attorney General, for that clarification. Um, second by the Honorable Minister of Education. Those in favor say aye. Those on the contrary, no. Speak loudly, please. You cannot be on your phone and responding at the same time. Thank you, sir. All in favor, sir, aye. Those to the contrary, no. The ayes have it. Okay. Mr. Chair recognizes the Honorable Attorney General. Very grateful, Mr. Chair. And Mr. Chair, then on page three of the bill, in the head note, which reads, sectional section. 29A and 29B inserted. While it is correct in the arrangement of clauses on page one, um, that should properly read section 29A, 29B, and 29C inserted. Should read section 29A, 29B, and 29C inserted. Um, Mr. Chair, I move that the uh, head note be deleted and substituted by... Is there a comma between 29A and yes, 29B? Yes, Mr. Chair. Thank you. Yes, Mr. Chair. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Um, and so, Mr. Chair, I, re I move that the word, the head note be deleted and substituted by the word section 29A, comma, 29B, and 29C inserted. I so move, Mr. Chair, to have a second. Motion moved by the Honorable Attorney General, second by the Honorable Elected Member for the Bite, that Section 29A, comma, 29B, and 29C, um, 
that the principal ordinance is amended by inserting the following immediately after section 29. No? Please repeat it for me. Let me get it correctly. Clause 6. Clause 6. Mr. Chair, I move that it, at the head notice of 7 be deleted. That, in, that what should be inserted are the words section 29A, comma, 29B, and 29C inserted. I so move, Mr. Chair. Do I have a seconder? Moved by the Honorable Attorney General, second by the Honorable Minister of Health, uh, Education rather, that Well, the head note in clause 7 be amended to read section 29A, comma, 29B, and 29C be inserted. Inserted. All in favor say aye. Those to the contrary, no. The ayes have it. Honorable Attorney General. Just one last uh, matter, Mr. Chair. Oh, sorry. A penultimate. Um, Mr. Chair, in on page 9, in clause 12, uh, in paragraph B, it reads, by inserting the words, or suspension, immediately after the word, revocation. Mr. Chair, revocation is one word. And so, Mr. Chair, I move that the word, word, before revocation, be deleted and substituted by the word word. Do I have a factor? Thanks, the Honorable Attorney General, for a proposed amendment, second by the Honorable Minister of Education, that uh, Section 12 it is? Section 12. Clause 12. Um, section 36 of the principal ordinance is amended by repealing the words I'm reading. You dig with A or B? B? B. By inserting the word. Come on, give me that again, please. Mr. Chair, I move that in, in clause 12, B, where the word word appears for the final time, that it be deleted. Mm -hmm. and substituted by the word, word. Word. Okay. Thank you. The um, proposed amendment is that in clause 12, subsection B, by inserting the words or suspension immediately after the word revocation. All those in favor say aye. Those to the contrary, no. The ayes have it. Is there another one? Thank you, Mr. Chair. Final one. In on page 10, in clause 17, the head note, although it is correct in the in the arrangement of clauses on page one, um, is incorrect here. Mr. Chair, I move that the head note be deleted and substituted by section 48A, comma. 48B and 48C inserted. Sections 48A, comma, 48B and 48C inserted. I still move to the chair. Do I have a second? 
the, the Attorney General moved that section, uh, Clause 17, rather, um, be amended uh, to read Sections 48A, comma, and 48B, and 48C be inserted. No. repeat that. Motion moved by the Attorney General, second by the Honorable Premier, that Section 48, comma, and 48B and 48C be inserted. Those in favor say aye. Those to the contrary, no. The ayes have it. The Chair thanks the Honorable Attorney General for her contributions, and we've come to the end of our consideration of the Health Regulations Amendment Bill 2023. Now suspend this House so that His Honor the Speaker can take the Chair. Honourable members, this Honourable House now resumes its sitting. Pray be seated. Honourable Deputy Speaker. Mr. Speaker, the committee has completed its consideration of the Health Regulations Amendment Bill 2023, and I'm pleased to report that the bill has passed through the committee with amendments. With that, Mr. Speaker, I turn these proceedings over to you. Thank you very much, Honorable Deputy Speaker. Honorable members, I want to thank the Honorable Deputy Speaker for presiding in the Committee of the Whole and to overseeing the passage of this bill. Honorable members, we are now at the third reading of bills, and I call on the Honorable Minister for Health to move for the third reading of the Health Regulation Amendment Bill 2023. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Mr. Speaker, I move pursuant to Standing Order 99.1 that the bill entitled House Regulation Amendment Bill 2023 be read for the third time. Do I have a seconder? Honorable members, motion moved by the Honorable Minister of Health and second by the Honorable Minister for Immigration, 
that the bill entitled Health Regulation Amendment Bill 2023 be read for a third time. All in favor say aye. All to the contrary, no. The ayes have it. Madam Clerk. This ordinance may be cited as the Health Regulation Amendment Ordinance 2023 that should come into operation on Sunday Thank you very much, Madam Clerk. Honorable Minister. Speaker, thank you very much. I want to thank all my honorable colleagues in this house for their contribution to this amendment bill today and the support staff that have came to support and assist me today. Mr. Speaker, the only thing I want to say as I move as I move this bill is that Mr. Speaker, a few minutes ago I got a WhatsApp from a well outstanding former PS retired public servant who has listened all day and I believe she summed it up right on behalf of the greater majority of the people in this country she says kiddos to y'all on this kudos sorry kudos to yes to y'all on this bill. Well delivered. And so, Mr. Speaker, I move that pursuant to Standing Order 99.5, the bill entitled House Regulation Amendment Bill 2023, do now pass. Do I have a second? Honorable members, motion moved by the Honorable Minister of Health, second by the Honorable Deputy Speaker and elected member for South Caters, that the bill entitled Health Regulation Amendment Bill 2023 do now pass. All in favor say aye, all to the contrary, no. The ayes have it. Honorable members, the bill entitled Health Regulation Amendment Bill 2023 do now pass. Honorable members, I will go back to the order paper and we'll have statements by ministers and we have a ministerial statement by the Honorable Minister for Immigration and Border Services. Honorable Minister. Thank you, Mr. Speaker, and good afternoon to you. Mr. Speaker, cousin, good afternoon to you, members of this honorable house, visitors in the gallery, my wonderful people of the Twin Islands, Middle and North Caicos, and my fellow Turks and Caicos Islanders, listening via radio Turks and Caicos, and those streaming live on Facebook or the government page. Mr. Speaker, the greatest book to be written the Bible, in Psalms 96, verse 3, and struck that we must declare his glory 
among the nation, his marvelous deeds among all people. And Mr. Speaker, the Lord works are indeed marvelous. For Jeremiah 29 and 11 tells us that his plans and therefore his deeds are to prosper us and not to harm us. But they are to give us hope, speaker, and a future. And I therefore say to God be the glory for the great thing he has done. Mr. Speaker, you know, <laughs> silly season is suddenly in the air. And it's very unfortunate that there are those among, that there are those who seek to publicly create mischief and discord among us. They would create all men of evil and mistruth to mislead the people, all for political degradation of our party, and I do mean regardless of which party. Mr. Speaker, I know I rose to give an update on my ministry. But someone has to say it. Someone has to call it out, Mr. Speaker. And I guess that someone is me. Mr. Speaker, because I'm finding it harder and harder to turn my eye from the clearing truth, which is this. While we are fighting against each other, the foreigners among us are fighting together to get ahead. We complain night and day about the other nationalities doing this and doing that. But we want to be honest, Mr. Speaker, they are doing us nothing. And they have no need to, because we are very successfully doing it to ourselves. Mr. Speaker, we are a blessed nation. Despite the many areas that we all can improve in, personally and collectively, we are blessed. If you doubt that, Mr. Speaker, then just look at our neighbors in the south, and then you'll see that we are indeed last. Under this government and successive government, our people are hired and our people are promoted. Yet, we criticize that we are not filling vacancies in government. But we refuse to acknowledge that promotions from within the civil servants recognize talent and current performance and that these promotions, in fact, we seek to improve the infrastructure of the roads, the schools, the airports, and the docks. Yes, we criticize the person who successfully bid for these jobs. We criticize the stage approach to meet the financial commitment of the work. And we do our utmost best, Mr. Speaker, to destroy the very character of the contractors and the civil servants alike. Mr. Speaker, this Honorable House just last week laid a bill to release, to release, laid a bill give relief to 176 mortgage holders of the former TCI invest, which was a great thing. It should have been a great moment when regardless of political affiliation and regardless of who defended this war, governments bring relief to its people. But no. Speaker, the comments range from why isn't the government giving persons back the money? that they have paid on their own mortgage, to the spewing of absolute hate and the calling for the list of beneficiaries to be published because we are so distracted by what our brothers and sisters are possibly benefiting from that we don't even realize that we are all benefiting together as a people.
Speaker looking at that, you just can't make this stuff up. Mr. Speaker, sadly, there's a cancer that has spread throughout our country. It is neither of the body nor of the mind, but it's of our hearts of some of our people. And it's my prayer that we can pull ourselves from the edge of the very slippery slope that we are headed down. Mr. Speaker, that's all I have to say on this matter. But I trust that we will take a heart of ourselves as a people and recognize that we are doing ourselves and our country a disservice. We are distracted, Mr. Speaker, and we must find a way to refocus, to regroup, and to begin edifying each other and ourselves as a people. And Mr. Speaker, I dare say that it starts with us in this honorable house. It starts with us as a government. We must continue to find ways to demonstrate fairness, support, and equity of all our people, regardless of who they are, and to decomplicate processes for the public engagement with our officers and the ability to assess products and services. Mr. Speaker, we must continue to bring policies and legislative changes that will empower our people and that which will support and encourage economic participation and growth. So, Mr. Speaker, this is the focus of my ministry in the area of responsibility. This is why we are undergoing complete transformation in the way that we work and in our service to the public. Mr. Speaker, the team in the Ministry of Immigration and Border Services have been working tirelessly day and night on critical initiatives for the improvement of our teams and the efficient delivery of our mandate. On the border force, we have a date of the 30th of October, 2023, for the launch of the first phase, which would include our Customs and Border Protection Agency, which will cover our airports and seaports. <laughs> our intelligence unit, which I must say, Mr. Speaker, is already off to a great start. Our daily work and our task, task is already intelligence-led and intelligence-based. And our corporate unit will include our assurance functions that will audit our process actions to ensure that we are upholding the mission, vision, and principle of our border force. Mr. Speaker, launch will be exciting and proud day for our officers and these units who will be wearing their new uniform and gear under the new staffing structure. And I must pause to say a sincere thank you to the staff because they have put in long hours to get us to this point of, of preparation and they have willingly undergo numerous training sessions in a, in a variety of areas to ensure that not only will we look different, but we'll also work differently. And that is what it is. But speaker, in the area of improvement services, we are already seeing great strides in the Labor Department and the delivery of work permits. It is not perfect as yet, Speaker, but it's all well on its way. We have reduced the processing time for applications and are in the process of increasing our printing capacity to improve the timeline for the production of work permit cards. The corporate case workers in the Labor Department have also been working with their clients to improve efficiency of their process 
and overall the head of that department has done an excellent job to identify areas of opportunity to reduce unnecessary steps and efficiency in all of the process in order to meet the 21-day commitment for regular work permits and a 7-14-day commitment for fast track. We are not there as yet, Mr. Speaker, but we are certainly headed in the right direction. To aid businesses, persons wishing to, to renew work permits can submit applications while awaiting their police records and their medicals. And they are giving three months on conditional approval to produce these, these documents. Further, first-time work permit seekers from low-risk countries can submit applications without medical and have a month of conditional approval to submit their medicals, which can be done in the island. Mr. Speaker, the list of the low-risk countries can be obtained from the Labor Department. Mr. Speaker, we acknowledge that the Customer Service Department is one of the areas that requires much attention to improve customer certification and workflow efficiency. To this end, Mr. Speaker, my ministry is heavily engaged with the managers on the implementation of process that would improve the flow of customers in our centers. The engagement with and timeless timeliness of our response to our customers and the delivery of our products. Mr. Speaker, for products under the border force, which are residence permit, homeowner permit. Sorry, Mr. Speaker, uh, point of clarification. I really would want the minister on page eight to repeat that part of the work permits again, because I think that is a very important and that is an initiative I, that I support and I want the public to hear that again. That is something that I support. So just a point of elucidation and to make clear, I just want the Honorable Minister to repeat that part uh, on page eight to the top there. Honorable Minister. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Thank you, Honorable Leader of the Opposition. To aid businesses, persons wishing to renew work permits can submit applications while awaiting their police records and their medicals. And they are giving three months on conditional approval to produce these documents. Further, first-time work permit seekers from low-risk countries can submit applications without medical and have a month on conditional approval to submit the medical, which can be done in the island. Mr. Speaker, those lists of countries can be obtained from the labor, low-risk countries can be obtained from the Labor Department. Mr. Speaker, for products under the border force, which are resident permits, homeowner permits, and visas, we have the commitment of 21 days, which, are, which we are absolutely not meeting. And therefore, the plan is for the creation of a service unit where these products will be processed from, which will be separated from our main immigration function, thereby freeing up our offices to focus on inland, Enforcement and further allowing strategic focus to be placed on the improved delivery of our products. Although this forms a part of the second phase launch of our border force, we have begun tracking our current performance with the aim of implementing quick wins that would reap to us reap rewards in the short term and improve customer 
customer certification and product delivery. I must add that our teams have already begun measuring customer certification in our key services areas throughout the ministry. And while the results thus far below the level that we aim to have, it is a starting point for us to improve upon and is therefore invaluable in that regard. Mr. Speaker, last week we sent out a reminder to the residents in the islands of Northern Middle Caicos and South Caicos about the ability to apply for service for services conveniently, conveniently from those islands. But Mr. Speaker, we must acknowledge and own up to the fact that people are finding it difficult, difficult to get services from us, even in Providentially and in Grand Turk. This is where the machine needs to be oiled, and, and this is where our focus will be on the heart of the problem. Digitization of these services will be key to the sustainable, sustainable improvement in customer service and product delivery and in this ministry. We are all well on the way in delivering this. I will mention it a little further down when I speak to our major projects. Mr. Speaker, on the legislative agenda, you'd be aware, be aware that my team and recently carried out the public engagement on the proposed amendment to the immigration ordinance. And I want to sincerely thank the public for their keen and candid participation and feedback. Again, Mr. Speaker, proposed amendments, among other things, seek to better control the growth of our population and to support and promote islander employment. In my mind, this is a basic, this is a basic and fundamental responsibility of a government. And the policies proposed by those amendments are just some of the measures needed to support and encourage the development and positioning of our people. Additionally, Mr. Speaker, we are actively engaged in the drafting of border force ordinance that will eventually govern our new structure and process. This is a way of, and therefore to support our progressions towards the, towards the launch, we have proposed enabling language in the upcoming amendments to the immigration ordinance. Now, Mr. Speaker, on the matter of border security, I think it's very important for me to clear the air on a very common and prominent misconception. Marine protection, including detection and interception of illegal migrants and vessels carrying things, is responsibility of the Royal Turks and Caicos Islands Police Force, not the Ministry of Immigration. I repeat, not the Ministry of Immigration. So when the public is asking questions as to why boats are landing in Seattle, they need to be aware that it's for the police to respond to those questions, not my ministry. Now, indeed, we are partners in border security, and as such, we do assist the police, along with the regiment, with inland preparation to receive migrants from an intercepted vessel. And because our remit is inland, we also lead on migrant apprehension and detention throughout communities and at places of work, where the police and the regiment in turn support us as well. I just want to clear that out. I also thank the police and regiment in that regard. But Mr. Speaker, we all know what is happening in Haiti. And unfortunately, despite the intervention by CARICOM, Canada, and other world leaders, the situation in the capital in the neighboring countries showing no signs of stabilizing in the near future.
This has led to unprecedented number of persons intercepted and suspected landing in Turkey's Kikis Islands so far for the year 2022. Mr. Speaker, here to date we have repatriated 3,842 persons due to illegal migration. That is 75% more than we repatriated for the same period in the year 2022. In fact, Mr. Speaker, uh, 3,842 3, repatriations for the period January to September 2023 has surpassed the repatriation tools of every year for the last 10 years. And I think this, that it is more than safe to assume that 2023 has a record number of repatriation history. Mr. Speaker, of the 3,842 repatriations, repatriated, approximately 930 were the result of land-based enforcement operation, and 2,912 were handed over to immigration by the Marine Police from that But these are our success stories, Mr. Speaker. What is concerning to me is the number of landings and the growing number of go-fast boats dropped off that are reportedly, reportedly occurring every day. Speaker, we have a record of at least 15 landings with an unknown number of persons gaining entry into our country and being absorbed into our communities. And my enforcement team, supported by the regiment and the police, will continue to run land operations with the hopes of finding these people. But, Mr. Speaker, we need to improve the detection and interception of these vessels and go fast boats. This reactive approach is unsustainable. And I'm calling on the Commissioner of Police to communicate with the government and say what his, what his team needs in order to minimize the increased number of landings and go past traps off. This is a very complex problem. We know. But Haiti is not getting any better. Therefore, we must get better and take us all doing so that we will get ahead of it. Mr. Speaker, I must add, even if it takes the leader of the opposition in his statement, they are willing that he's willing to help and he have answers. We welcome all of them as well. Mr. Speaker, I am also calling on the justice system to review the fines that they are giving. $1,200 is not a deterrence, and, and this government, through this House, recently increased the fines for immigration officers, yet the penalties levied remain insignificant. And again, Mr. Speaker, I am reminding my people that if they are involved in trafficking of persons and assisting illegal migration, not only are they committing offense against the immigration ordinance that carry fines or imprisonment, if found guilty, they are destroying their very own country. But for this generation, both for this generation and for generations to come. Finally, Mr. Speaker, in terms of our capital program, in addition to some small items, we have three major pieces of work that we have heavily focused on. Uh, the Howard Hamilton Airport redevelopment and, and the restoration of air services into North Texas. The redevelopment of South Dark Port and Providentially and the digitization of our border ports. Mr. Speaker, the Howard Hamilton International Airport is currently in the stage of pre-qualification of tenders, which will allow for short listing of developers who, who can participate 
in the substantive procurement exercise that is to come. This redevelopment has generated much debate, and in some instances, even theoretical. However, we are not distracted from speaker, and we remain committed and convinced, like the majority of persons, that the redevelopment is critical to the maintenance of the very brand, trucks and takers, and as such, critical to sustainability of our very economy, which is heavily tourist-dependent. My team and I have also recently returned from Nassau, Bahamas, where we continue our meetings with Kalina Financial Advisors Limited, CFAL, on the different model options for participation in the airport redevelopment. This is a critical opportunity for all trucks and takers islands to benefit from infrastructure development in the island. Mr. Speaker, that means our people will buy shares in this airport redevelopment. <laughs> and in doing so, we'll return and get dividends Mr. Speaker, that is money, money, money. Morning. Mr. Speaker, I am excited about this prospect of our people having taken this initiative. Mr. Speaker, we have begun the process for the procurement of the design bill for the airport in North Caicos, and we are engaging in the process of development of an FBO there. However, Mr. Speaker, in the meantime, we have begun the renovation works on the former customs building for the use as a temporary terminal while we seek to restore ALF into North Texas, with possibly as early as next month, October 2023. Mr. Speaker, I am pleased to inform this Honorable House that the South Dock Port redevelopment is also well underway. The contract, has, the contract has been executed, and we are excited to see our main commerce port modernized and functional. And finally, Mr. Speaker, I am equally pleased that our project for digitalization of our borders is also advancing, and the invitation to tender will be released within coming weeks. This project will deliver on our e-gate, biometric capture of non-Turks and Caicos Islanders. I repeat, biometric capture of non-Turks and Caicos Islanders and a comprehensive border management system that will not only store critical information about persons transiting our borders, but also feature a service component for end-to-end -end online application submission, processing, and tracking. This is a big deal, Mr. Speaker, and will and will allow all of our products that I mentioned earlier to be assessed and delivered in a more efficient and convenient and timely manner. So, Mr. Speaker, we are indeed working. My team and I are hard at work with the people of these islands, and we will continue to press on to improve the way in which we work and to improve the way, the ways that you, the public, can engage us. Mr. Speaker, I must pause to remind the public that they are now benefited from 1,000 personal duty allowance for goods acquired abroad, accompanying you on the return from that. As an old gentleman from, he's now deceased from North Texas would say, old Jack would say, when you're coming in from Miami, we got a $1,000 exemption. We recognize that we must continue to find ways to improve the lives of our people, Mr. Speaker. That is what we will continue to do. And I absolutely make no apologies for that. So, Mr. Speaker, I end where I begin, reminding us of our duty to each other as a people. The Bible says in Romans 14, verse 19, 
So then let us pursue what makes for peace and for mutual, mutual upbuilding. We have to build up, we have to build to build. We have a people to build, Mr. Speaker. We have a country to build. My people, let us not go weary and good and doing good, but let us build up each other and let us build up our beloved country. Mr. Speaker, may God continue to bless you. May God continue to bless this honorable house. May he continue to bless the people of the Twin Islands. May he continue to bless and be, Mr. Speaker, the people of the Turks and Caicos Islands. Speaker, that is the Thank you very much, Honorable Member, for your ministerial statement, Honorable Premier. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Speaker, uh, I move that this house stands signed die. Uh, just signed die. Honorable members, this honorable house hereby stands adjourned, signed die.